into a priceless perspective. I'm your hostess, Nicole Steele, and we are excited to have joining us Dr. Patricia Bailey. She's a lecturer, author, and founder of Master Touch Ministries Global, Inc. She has over 32 years of experience on the front line and has served in over 134 countries around the world. It's with great pleasure that I welcome you, Dr. Bailey. Oh, it's my pleasure to be with you, and so the listening audience, it's my pleasure to share this time with you as well. Fantastic. Well, you're doing some tremendous things around the globe, and I wanted to bring you on the show today because you are such an inspiration, not only for girls and for women, but for all adults and people in ministry. Can you share a little bit about the work that you're doing and how it's impacting the lives of women and girls in particular? Well, I would particularly think about two efforts uh, that we, we do several things, but, um, oh, my gosh, I'd have to probably narrow it down to three very briefly because of the time. Um, we have something that is called an organization that we've developed called So is Empowering the World, and that's women that have a heart to transform the lives and empower women and children. And so our efforts are clean water, and so, therefore, we have clean water projects in places like Haiti and other developing countries throughout the continent of Africa where they don't have clean water because 80% of the time of women in developing countries is spent looking for clean water, and that's hard for us to even imagine that we spend most of our entire life looking for clean water because clean water is like one of the villages we've adopted in Haiti, quite a mission, the life expectancy is between the ages of 38 and 42, and that's only because of the lack of clean water. So when we have the medical clinics there, most of the diseases are waterborne diseases. Then also, while in Haiti, we have an effort that we've worked in conjunction with Lynx, the organization Lynx that is sponsored, uh, where we um, carved out 42 women. Since the earthquake, 370,000 women have been raped since the earthquake, and that's hard to imagine because of the lack of secured housing. And so we've carved out 42 women, and the organization Links is helping us with, uh, we're facilitating it for them to rebuild the lives of these women between now and 2015 through education, English as a second language, clean water, job creation, and we're just so ecstatic about what God is doing in the lives of these women. We we see the transformation in our lives as something tangible, and so people can come and go on those kind of trips with us and be a part of your life changing another person's life, especially if a person has had, I've always wanted to do missionary work, and I've always wanted to go on a missions trip. And, you know, you can get tickets out of places like Atlanta for $399. Who can't afford that? And you can come back and have a part in transforming someone's life. And then one of the other arms that we do at large is human trafficking, rescuing young girls out of the sex slavery of human trafficking, human trafficking. not just young girls these days, but little boys as well. 800,000 prostitutes in Thailand are under the age of 16, 
and an eight-year-old virgin little girl goes for $3,000. And so it is just ridiculous to believe that in our lifetime that we can hear these kind of statistics and it doesn't convict our hearts to do something. So those that are watching and may be saying, you know, well, Doc, what can we do? Well, we take teams over as well, but some of the things you can do is help us by supporting and helping us to work with the people that are there right on the front lines that have the uh, safe houses for the young girls to go into, uh, to rescuing them out of the brothels. And so the efforts that we use to support and fund this is through by, by books and CDs. And and uh, I would love to come and speak at your church. I'd love to come and speak at a women's group. Um, we want to get the word out. And we, we are a voice for those who have no voice. We're the voice for the silent, the voice for the hurting. And so those are some of the most efforts that we're giving most of our attention to. I can't name them all. Uh, because there's so much that Master Touch Ministry is doing. But we empower women. I have a training right in Atlanta, Georgia. We have a two or three times a year where women come and shut up for a week and get intense training on how to do all of these efforts, clean water, health care, literacy, English as a second language, economic empowerment, you know, job creation, the things that literally coupled with the gospel transforms the lives of women in a very tangible and measurable way. So we're just excited about anyone that's interested in coming and being a part and just letting women know just even what the needs are that are out there. So I'm so privileged to have this time today. Now, what inspired you to start Master Touch Ministries? Is it something that you've always had a heart for, or is it something that has evolved over the years? Well, at the age of 21, I asked the call about upon my life to be a missionary and knew that definitely God had, it's my assignment to transform nations, to change people's lives, to go to the nations, to lift people, to empower people, to encourage people, to, and it's just been in me to build up people. And so I knew it early. I was in Bible school. I think I knew even before I went to Bible college. I knew it. There was 134 nations ago, and that's how the whole ministry was birthed, you know, the ministry at large. Our work is done outside of the four walls of the church. It's out where people are hurting where people have been um, brutally crushed and need a second chance in life to, to put that part of them that's never been tapped into, that potential inside of them that's never come forth. I am I have an assignment for people like that and to help challenge women to the next level, even if they're business women, even if they're women that have experienced divorce, and not just women but men as well, there is a, a, a grace upon my life to provoke people to their maximum potential, not just locally but abroad. And I've worked in a lot of the countries and regions that, that is called the 1040 window, meaning it's the part of the world that is the most densely populated but the least reached, where so much suffering happens in that part, so many calamities of the world are happening there. It is the parts of the world that are predominantly Islamic, Buddhist, Hindu, animist, atheist, uh, many of the regions have not had exposure to the gospel or are resistant to the gospel. And the people suffer a lot in the regions, especially the women and children, because in a lot of these areas the legislated laws do not support the women. So we target those areas that need to be reached the most and endeavor to be an instrument of change in their lives. And I love it. You, I wouldn't I wouldn't exchange the life that God has given me for any other life. And I believe that there's some people that are listening, women and children, men, businessmen, people from all walks of life, and you're making the money and you're working every day and you're going to school and you're living your life and somehow another slipped into a life of toiling to survive. But there's an unanswered quest on the inside. There's an unanswered 
fulfillment on the inside of you, knowing that there's something far greater that God has purpose for your life than what you are experiencing. God has given me a grace to unlock that through our teachings, through our books, through our training, through our life coaching sessions, and that's what I live for, not just to do it locally but to do it abroad as well, and then transition you into an instrument of change whereby I believe based on the principle of Ephesians 6 and 8, what you make happen for someone else, God will make happen for you. And so that's what we live by. And we just go around the world doing that and lifting people's lives. And it's such a wonderful life. And uh, we recruit as many people as we can to go enjoy and experience that kind of a life. I know of people who have gone with you on missions trips and who've not only walked with you over the 32 years, but now they have children who are coming up and and are seeing the power that one person or one family can make in transforming the lives. And that's what it's all about. That's what true leadership is, is serving others. And um, I am totally with you in Diamond in the Rough. It is our desire to help young ladies unlock that potential and that purpose because each one of us was created by God for a purpose, and so many people just wander aimlessly searching and trying to fill that void with stuff, with money, with relationships, with all of that. But God's got a calling and a purpose and a plan for our lives, and so I think that it's great that you're doing it and that you've committed your life to it. What challenges and obstacles have you had to face over the years as you pursued your purpose, and how did you overcome those obstacles? Well, you know, a lot of people think that my answer is going to be being a female in a Muslim country, being a female in a male-dominated society, being a female in religious circles that don't believe that women can preach, being a female that, or being an African-American in a very racist society, and those those are, those are not my responses, though every last one of those examples given hold true. However, I chose not to allow someone else's perspective of me to define who I am, mm-hmm. nor my potential. That's an external view. It doesn't have to get inside of me. I know who I am. I am who I am by the grace of God. I am who I am because it was predetermined before I was born. So there are obstacles. The obstacles that I face are um, economic obstacles, like the lack of support to go and do what it is that's in your heart to do or the lack of volunteers, the lack of help, um, and the lack of my own people being exposed to even know what the problems are. So my target now is to not only empower others, to, to, to transform their economic situation by developing other streams of income and doing things that's going to develop them in a place where they're not just living off of the income of their nine-to-five job. If anybody's listening under my voice and you're thinking that living off of the income of your nine-to-five job is God's best for your life, you must be kidding me. Because any moment that company folds, you can be out of the door. Mm-hmm. So God never, ever, ever intended for his people to develop to live on one stream of income only the ability of Elohim, the creative part of God. He not only creates stars and moons and trees and oceans and birds, he creates wealth. And so that ability to create wealth is down on the inside of us. And so as we begin to empower people to develop other streams and understand that God has called you to prosper, corporately together we can now be a greater blessing to others. 
So those are some of the challenges, getting the mindset of our people to understand that together we can do so much more and that if you'll make a decision to be a better you and to transform your financial situation, then you're now a vehicle of change to be able to help others because you generally can't give people what you don't have and you can't take people where you haven't gone. So those are the challenges, getting people, needing more help, more partners, getting more exposure, which is why I say to those who are listening, would love to come to your any type of civic group, your church, your business, your company, and to expose. And we have footage and we have videos and we have everything that is needed to help bring you into a world that has such a great need of your participation. So those are what I would define as my challenges. Now, what advice would you give to a young girl who may be listening that feels like God has a call on her to do great things for the world, but she may feel limited by her age or by her resources or by her circumstances? Wow, we're living in such a wonderful time. I just left a major convention where 27, 23, 24-year-olds were walking across the stage making from 50000 a month to 100000 a year. I mean, uh, income opportunities that do not exclude gender, race, socioeconomic class, or education. And as a young woman today in America or in the world today, there's so many opportunities that are given to us that were never given to our great-great-grandmothers. So too much is given, much is required. I refuse to let the obstacles, I would say to that young person, don't allow the obstacles or the hindrances or the things that are challenges define who you are. Rise above those things. Look above those things. Set your affections on things above and not on things of this earth. Choose to focus on your your destiny. Focus on your future. Focus on your possibilities and surround yourself. Get yourself in a circle of people who are positive, who believe, and I've always said this, young women that are watching, that are listening, you got 11 by 17 vision. You don't want to share that with somebody with a 5 by 7 mind because it's mm-hmm. going to be too big for them. Surround yourself with people who have gone beyond where you are. So when you face your challenges in life, they say, baby, let me tell you something, honey, that may hurt right now, but you're going to get through that. Been there, done that, got the T-shirt to prove it. And that's a lot of therapy that comes through that and a lot of strength that comes from that and a lot of maturity comes from that. And so begin to focus on the greatness of the potential on the inside of you, the greatness of the God inside of you, the greatness of your creator inside of you, the greatness, the untapped potential that lies inside of you of what you can become and what you can be and who you are meant to be. Start listening to, start telling yourself who you are. Get up in the morning, make a confession over yourself. You begin to say, I am who God says that I am. I can do what God says that I can do. I can be who God says I will be. My destiny is clear. My mind is like a sponge. I can learn anything. I have more understanding than all of my teachers. The greater one lives on the inside of me. Nothing shall be impossible to me. God crowns my efforts with success. I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. Success runs through my veins and it passes on to my children and my children's children. I am a divine possibility. And it's just speaking over your life until you believe it. And as you start believing it, you'll begin to send the presence out from yourself which is called the law of attraction, which you send out from yourself will now start drawing back to yourself like the law of attraction. And we decree over your life in the name of Jesus that the best is yet to come. I'd love to mentor any young women that are out there listening and help to untap that potential inside of you that perhaps the mama's never untapped, daddy's never untapped, and school teachers, but God has a plan. He knows the combination to your heart. 
And there's so much more inside of you than you give yourself credit for. God bless you. Wow. That is so powerful. Now, you've had the privilege of serving girls and women around the world and seeing the tremendous needs that are out there. You mentioned several of them in the opening uh, from the young the young women in Haiti who were being raped. You talked about the water. You talked about the young people in, in Thailand and the 800,000 young people who are being trafficked in uh, sex trafficking. Globally, what do you feel is the biggest challenge facing young girls today? Or can you even limit it to just one? Well, if we're talking in the States, of course, you know that one of the greatest threats of the enemy is challenging the identity of young girls, especially in Atlanta, questioning who they really are. And they're looking for outside things to validate who they are. So they get confused. Mm-hmm. They're letting feelings define who they are. Gender parts define who they are. Um, someone else define who they are. God already decided who you are before you were ever born. And so we need to be very, very mindful as women, who are the tightest two women, to help our young daughters understand who they are, that you don't go discover who you are on your own. It was already decided. You follow the path that he's chosen. And it's a beautiful path. And what he thought, the thoughts he thinks of you are good and not of evil and to bring you to an end, a very successful end. And for women at large around the world that are facing the lack of having access to uh, the equal playing ground and access to the same resources, access to the same education, access to the same health care, I would say to any that may perhaps be listening, I don't know how far this is being viewed or listened to or any kind of way, but those in other countries, I would say to you and even those from other countries that are in the United States, there are no boundaries to you and God. There are no limitations to you and God. Nothing is impossible unto him that believes. Absolutely nothing. And the power of the mind that God gave us, that brain, that sits in with that house within that head, that sits on your shoulder, the unlimited potential of the mind, as a man thinketh, so is he. So some of you watching need to turn the television off. Come on. Fast it for 30 days, I dare you. If you were to compare on a scale of what you're able to create compared to the time you spent in front of that tube, it would astound you. Mm-hmm. If you're willing to take 30 days and say, I'm saturating myself with the Word of God, I'm saturating myself with CDs, I'm saturating myself with MP3 and MP4, I'm saturating myself with downloads, where I, I want to transform the way I think. I want to transform the, the projection of where my life is going. I want to transform my eating habits. I want to transform my weight. I want to transform my character. I want to transform my income. I'm telling you, as you begin to do what you haven't done to get what you've never gotten, you can be who you've never been. And our challenge in life is not who we are, but it's the young women and men is who we think we are not. Who we are has already been established before time began. So what do we do? We end up spending our life spending money we don't have to buy things we don't need to impress people we don't like. How ridiculous is that? Well, there's a God who has already validated you. There's a God who knows your potential. There's a God who fights for you. And if he is saying to you today, in you I want to live, in you I want to move, 
in you I want to have my being. You didn't choose me. I chose you. You have enough sense to choose me. I chose you. And I called you out that word ordained. Sounds like a big word, a little bit intimidating. Ordained. Ordained. Ordained just simply means I elected you. I put my stamp on you. I validated you. I ordained you, not just a clerical term. You were ordained before you were born. You were predestined before you were born. You are called out before you were born. You are sanctified, set apart. Another religious word that scares us, sanctified. No jury, no makeup, no. Sanctification has nothing to do with an external work. Sanctification is a determined factor based on God Almighty. doesn't even have anything to do with you. He separated you. You didn't separate yourself. Did you ask to be born? Show me the application you asked to be born. Show me your application. You don't have one because you didn't fill an application to be born. You were on his mind. You are his design. You belong to him. You are his purpose. You're his living stone. You're his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works. So we yield to the plan of the master. We yield to the hand of the master. And we yield to what his nature is and what he desires for our life, not based on what's modern society or the norm of the day or the trend of the day. Mm -hmm. Oh, God's been around long enough, my dear friend, to see all these trendy things of girls and men and people chasing after things to please them, chasing after things to bring temporary pleasure, chasing after things to bring external validation. He's been around long enough to say when it's all said and done, when all the dust settles, you got to come right back to me. you got to come right back to me and my way of doing things because I'm the author, the finisher, the originator, of life itself, the finisher of your faith itself, the finisher of your course itself, the finisher of your essence itself, the creator of every molecule of your being originated with me, saith God. So I know what's best for you. I've engraved you in the palm of my hands, little girl. Stop trying to struggle and live this life out on your own. You were never meant to do this alone. You have a helper. He's a paraclete, the Holy Spirit, who searches the mind of the Father and downloads those hidden mysteries to you so life don't have to be so hard, little girl. Begin to spend time with the one who created you and let him love you like no man could ever love you, like no woman could ever love you. Go back to your creator. Spend time with him. Seek to please the one who enlisted you instead of the one who's trying to judge you. That's my word to you, little girl, today. There is nothing impossible to you if you dare to believe him. Can you say amen this morning with me? I or can today say amen. Woo! I can say amen. Oh, that is so powerful. Oh, I hope my listeners are really allowing that to just sink down in the in the depths of their soul. God loves them, and he has a plan and a purpose for their life. Oh, the time that the enemy tries to steal and distract and with foolishness. If they could just take a hold of that word that you just imparted and allow it to transform their lives, what a world we would have. Mm. How can young people, how can women and men who are interested get trained? Tell us about your school. Tell us about your coaching. Tell us about how people can get involved and begin to activate that thing within. We have a school called Global Leadership Training Center 
and it's not too late to even get on board. You know, the month, I don't know when this is going to be uh, played, but the season that we announced Tisra in the Hebrew calendar is the time of a type of a new beginning. It's not the new beginning calendar like September, uh, like, but it's, it's, it's Tisra, which means a time of strength, a time of reexamining for the second half of the year. And we have some partial scholarships for those that are interested. And some there are people out there listening right now. You know God's called you to do something greater. You know God's called you to the nations. You know God's called you to ministry. You know God's called you to go to, to do a work that's bigger than you, and, and you want to be trained. It's called Global Leadership Training Center. You can call this number, 336-917-2630. Again, that number is 336 917 Two six three zero, or we have a one eight hundred number, which is one eight hundred nine one eight seven zero zero two, one eight hundred nine one eight seven zero zero two, or visit our website. Go check us out on the web. Our website is mtm Master Church Ministries mtmintl dot org, mtmintl dot org. Or you can just uh, put in Pat Bailey Ministries, and you can get it thatway.org, or just Google my name, Patricia Bailey uh, Ministries, whatever. It'll all come up, and you can go to our website that way. And uh, for the first few callers that call, we have some partial scholarships for you. Uh, We teach you in the areas of um, human trafficking, literacy, alternative power sources, how to dig wells, how to do orphanages. Uh, community development, international public health. You'll learn how to do different facets and forms of ministry. You sit up on the feet of the instructors are the very best in the areas of their of their giftings and their assignments. So uh, call that number, get in touch with you. We'd love to train you and sharpen the tools that God's already given you and equip you for the call of God and the sound of God upon your life. And always remember this, preparation is never lost time. Never, never, never lost time. And when our preparation meets up with God's opportunities, oh, my God, that's when a miracle begins to take place. Then we have another short-term training that's only like a week, which is the soul training I mentioned earlier in Atlanta, Georgia. This is Empowering the World. We have a facility there in Atlanta, Georgia, on the lake, a private cul-de-sac lot. It overlooks a small natural lake, and it's a place of coming, oh, my God, and shutting up with the Lord. And every room represents the different nations and instructors, like you said, at the feet of people like Dr. Veronica Winston, wife of Pastor Bill Winston, and we, we even get some of my friends to Skype in, like Dr. Betty Price, wife of Apostle Price. Uh, so many Ruth, uh, women like Ruth Monroe, the wife of Dr. Miles Monroe, and Chichi Bismarck. Uh, these are the kind of women that are my friends that we feed off of while we're there. So um, if that's another opportunity. You can call those same numbers that I was giving earlier, 918-7002, that 1-800 number, or the 336-917-2630. Call us. There is a warm invitation awaiting you. I would love to mentor you. I would love to train you. I would love to be a coach for you and provoke that untapped potential on the inside of you. So those are some opportunities of training through our SO program uh, and and then our GLTC. Then also we have a mentoring program called the same number. Say I heard Dr. Bailey talk about mentoring people, and I'd like to know about that. Then we have an economic empowerment entrepreneurial school now that is a mentoring track to help bring people out of that are struggling financially, and I walk them through business, help you start, help show you how to start your business help you get started, walk you through the first year, not just talking but tangibly taking you by the hand and showing you how to get from where you are 
to another financial destiny of your life. So those are opportunities that we have for those that are listening today. Wow. Now, for people who are listening who want to sow seed into what is obviously fertile ground financially, they can visit those same sites and call those same numbers to donate if there are business people, if there are uh, women's groups and youth groups that want to come together and perhaps help with any of the outreaches of your ministry. Can they donate online or through those different avenues that you mentioned? Absolutely. They can go to our website and donate. They can call the 1-800 number or the 336 number and donate. And you can call in and give on credit cards through those numbers. You can call in and give through a debit card. or They have these happy electronic checks and all kinds of things that you can give that way. And uh, not only do we want them to just call in to give, but I want to hear from them. I'd like to know who's listening. I'd like to know whose lives we touch. i like to come in their areas. And right now, of course, in the summer months, we need all the help we can get, and I'd love to let them know about some of the income opportunities that we have for them as well. Well, on behalf of the girls and the families listening, we'd like to thank you, Dr. Bailey, for joining us here on A Priceless Perspective, and we wish you and your team continued success as you impact the world for God's glory. So thank you so much for all you do. Thank you so much. It's been an awesome interview. This show has been brought to you in part by Simon and the Ruff Youth Development Program Incorporated and Jen Makers LLC. 